Let's see what the past has waiting for you. Well, it'd help if you could see me, right, Jaden? <laughs> yes. Hi, Jeffrey. I can see the whole background, too. That's cool. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me today to talk about a needle and time stack. You know, I'm a big sci-fi fan, and this was eye-opening. This was so different. This was a different type of science fiction, a love story, sci-fi for women, right? And a diverse <laughs> cast uh, for the genre, too. I mean, I was, I was uh, a lot of questions, but man, it took me by surprise, which is, is hard to do. That's good. That's good to hear. And, you know, in the film, life is so different in the future. Facing is part of everyday life where a wave of time changes and some are small, some are, are life altering, but we never know. I think the movie keeps you guessing. And uh, for, for you, for your character, tell me about how time phasing has affected her and her life. With no spoilers, of course. <laughs> I know, I know. You gotta watch that. Um, you know, for Zoe, I think that um, she's, she's found sort of this like existing in, in a world where time travel exists where I feel like she's, she accepts it, you know, she just sort of goes with the flow. Um, I think that, you know, there is a, um, a certain point where she reassesses that. Um, and, you know, it's that exploration of, of that, like, um, paradigm shift for her. So it's, I feel like she, there, she goes through this, um, journey where there is a shift. Well, yeah, because in the series uh, of events that happen, you can visit the past. There's a time travel company where you can change the past, but you risk changing the future. So there's a danger for kind of manipulating time just for your own selfish reasons. Right. Yeah. Yep. And also there's a, a company, you know, I love there's capitalism always in science fiction, right? Protect your memories. It's called Past Protect, where if these time changes happen, you can actually store your memories uh, to come back to, I don't know, to remember because if time has changed, there's so many Star Trek questions in this. And, and other critics told me before I watched this, look, look, do not try to figure this out. <laughs> you know, it's a love story. So do not try to use your, your Star Trek logic and, you know, and time travel and all this stuff, just allow it to happen. You know? So I think that if you suspend your disbelief with your, what you've been trained for, if you're a science fiction geek like I am, and just enjoy the love story aspect from it, it's, it's a different experience. I would agree with your friend because I will admit that like time travel, sci-fi, like all of those elements, they always confuse me. So for me, just to feel a little bit more comfortable, um, I just kind of stick with the simple cause and effect, you know, which I think is part of the premise here as well. Yeah, because your character Zoe not only uses time to her advantage, but she counsels her brother uh, in, this, in, this, in the movie too on, on his decisions, which can be life-altering. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, you know, just um, Zoe's journey, just exploring this like conundrum of, you know, whether it's her relationship with her brother or her best friend, there's this like, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna put it, put it out there, this, this like navigating potentially like codependency, right? Where it's like how, um, how to not get sucked in if, if one feels like, responsible for the other person's like happiness, right? Or something that you sort of alluded to is like, 
how what what the challenge of like I offering advice but letting go and letting them follow their path um even if like it turns out to be a destructive one so yeah it's it's an interesting sort of like dynamic there I think your character had the most memorable line in the movie monogamy is a misery with company <laughs> I love that line too <laughs> <laughs> and it, this was a short story in playboy was it 1966 um, I'm not, I'm not quite sure of that, but I, yeah, but I just, so it's, it's been a long journey from uh, short story to screen, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love the director in this movie because, you know, I noticed those things and his eye is amazing. I just love the way he moves the camera, these long single shots that he would, that he would go into Cynthia's face, or he knows how to capture emotion which I really enjoyed. And again, uh, he gives you that little bit of science fiction in there, but it's, this is a love story. And I love how he has those moments of those extreme close-ups when, it, when it's necessary. Yeah, it's such, it, it was so beautifully shot. Like it was such, it's so beautiful like, to watch that. And so what do you hope people will take away from after watching this film? Love is a circle? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd say, you know, it's, you know, we live in sort of this connected chaos of unknowns, right? And it's like, you know, love is still something that we to, to, to believe in, to, to fight for, um, you know, to hang on to, to search for, if I haven't said that already. Yeah, that's, that's what I would say. It's that element of like, you know, it's kind of like faith, right? But in this context, like love. Yeah, I feel it's like the, the goose that laid the golden egg, you know, when he wants more, he cuts open the goose and he kills the goose and doesn't get any more. I think the moral of this movie is when you find happiness, hold on to it. Don't try to go for something else. You know, when you find happiness and you're, you're content, you know, just thrive with that and make it blossom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which, you know, I think as human beings, we have a difficult time doing. Yes. Well, congratulations on a, a altering science fiction love story, which is a quite a quite de delightful surprise. And I wish you best of luck with the film. Thank you for talking to me. Thanks, Jeffrey.